KMTT, Finition Tetzei Torah, and this is Ezra Bick in Yeshivat HaRetzion in Kushetzion. We are beginning today our sixth week of KMTT. Today is Monday, Chet Shvat, and today's shir will be given as usual on Monday by Havavya Yerkan, the shir in Hachot Pachot. We have, last week, about 200 listeners a day, which is really very, very, very good. However, I have to admit that at my weekly basketball game, Thursday night, I was talking to a colleague who is running a rival Torah podcast, and he told me he has 500 subscribers. I spend all Shabbat being eaten by jealousy. So if you want to help me out, please spread the word. I think we have what to offer. If you are still with us, I think you're enjoying it. If you have friends, other commuters that you know about, people you see jogging, people in shul, anyone you know, tell them about KMTT and spread the word. And now, for Rabbi Khan, after Rav Khan's share, I will be back for the Halacha Yomit. In our previous shiurim, we discussed Bracha Rishona, the Bracha that one makes before eating. Today's year, we're going to focus on bracha achrona, the bracha that one makes after eating. For instance, after eating mizonos, one makes an alamechia. After eating bread or, or a seuda, one makes, uh, uh, one makes a bircha samazon. We're going to discuss a little bit the idea of bracha achrona. And our context is going to be Gemara on 37a, brachos that discusses the case of hakoses esachita, if one chews on wheat in an unprocessed form. The Mishnah, the Brisa says as follows, Vatanya hakoses esachita mevarech alea bori priyadama. If one chews on wheat, the bracha rishona is bori priyadama. Tachna afa ubishla, if one ground it, made flour out of it, and then baked it, and after baking it, he he cooked it, then it depends, bizman shaprusot kayamot, if the pieces of bread, after being cooked, are still in existence sufficiently, then he would still make a bracha, make a motzi lechem na'aretz. B'tchilam mevarech aleha motzi lechem na'aretz. V'levesof, mevarech aleha gimel brachot. And afterwards he makes gimel brachot, which means berchat amazon. If, however, after baking it, one cooked it, and the prusot are no longer kayamot, the pieces of bread have totally disintegrated and fallen apart, in ain prusot kayamot, b'tchilam mevarech aleha borei minei mizonot, then the bracha shifts, from a birchas hamotzi to borim in zonot, the besof the bracha shifts from a birchas hamazon to bracha achat me'ain shalosh, which is what we normally call an ala mechia ve'ala kalkala. So the brayta begins with a case of kosis etachita, which wasn't ground up, which wasn't baked, but rather was simply eaten in its raw form. The brayta says that in such a situation one makes a bore priha adama. One is eating it not as bread or not as dagan, but one is eating it simply as, as wheat in its fruit form. And therefore, just like when one eats a tomato, one would make a bore priha adama, so too when one eats wheat in that form, one makes a bore priha adama. Only when the wheat is processed and ground and then cooked or baked, would one make either a Motzi lechem in if it's actually bread, and we discussed already in one of the previous shurim 
how one defines bread, or alternately, if it doesn't become bread, one would make a bari mine mizonot. That's what the Brisa says. However, wheat in its unprocessed form, either in the case of when one eats it raw, or even if one would take wheat and one would bake it or roast it, klayot, which is called klayot in the Gemara, then one would make a bari priyadama because he's eating wheat as wheat, as the fruit, rather than eating it as a grain which has been processed and made into some kind of a cereal or a cake or a cookie or bread. However, this Brayta discussed only the Bracha Rishona. The Bracha Rishona, according to the Brayta, is Bari Priya Adama. What, however, would be the Bracha Akharona? Regarding this issue, there's a big, big machlokas among, among the Rishona. Tosvot says as follows, Umiyu b'la'acharav yesh l'sapek ma'amivarchin. Afterwards, we have a suffix, we have a question, what should the Bracha be? Imivarchin ala mechia ala kalkala. Should we basically make the bracha al kalkala? However, conclude the bracha instead of saying al kalkala, we should conclude it with al ha'adama Because the bracha of al kalkala normally comes after mizonot after eating cake, after eating cookies, after eating cereal, then one makes an ala mechia ve'ala kalkala. However, over here, we're not eating, we're not eating the chita as, as, as a grain, but rather we're eating it as a fruit. And therefore, why should one make an ala mechia ve'ala kalkala? Therefore, Tosos suggests, just like we have a, one of the brachot achat me'im shalosh, is al ha'etz ve'al priya'etz. If one eats one of the fruit, one of the Zayin Minim, if one eats a pomegranate, or if one eats grapes, or figs, or dates, one makes an Al Ha'etz Al Priya Eitz. So too over here, one should make an Al Ha'adama Al Priya Adama. That's what Tosos suggests. However, Tosos says, we never found this bracha. How could I simply invent a new bracha form? We never found this bracha. Lo Ashkechan B'Shumakom Hach Bracha. Therefore, Tosso suggests that perhaps one should not make a bracha achas me'en gimel at all. Not an ala mechia, not an ala eitz, not an ala dama, but rather simply one should make a bar nefashos, which is the standard bracha that one makes after eating something that doesn't demand a bracha achas me'en shalosh. In fact, Tosso quotes Rabbeinu Tam that debated the issue by himself. Rabbeinu Tam higia b'machzor shalo al ha'adama va'al pri'adama. Initially, Rabbeinu Tam wrote in his machzor that one should make a bracha al adama v'al pri adama, and then Tosa says v'chazabo. He changed his mind. Why? Because this bracha we never find this form of bracha at all. Al adama v'al pri adama doesn't appear any place in Shas, and therefore that should not be the proper bracha. The Ravan, one of the Chachmei Ashkenaz wrote in his Sefer that one should make a bracha ala mechia ala kalkala, but from the Rambam it would appear that the bracha is boring nefashos. So basically, in conclusion, we have three different opinions. First of all, we have the opinion of Rabbeinu Tam, who at least initially thought that one should make a bracha achas me'en gimel, however, the form ala mechia is not suitable, and therefore he invented a new form, al ha'adama va'al priya adama. In contrast, Ra'avan agreed 
that it should be a bracha achas me'in gimel, but felt that ala mechiyah al kalkala was the proper bracha for this particular, for, for eating chita, even in its pure form as a fruit, while the Rambam holds that it should be a bari nefashos. One should simply make the standard bracha bari nefashos, and it doesn't demand a bracha achas me'in gimel whatsoever. This question already arose in the Yushalmi, apparently. Yushalmi, in Perek Vav Halacha Aleph, says as follows. Rabbi Yirmiya Bai, Rabbi Yirmiya asked, Hadein da'achal solet, mahu lemivracha besofa. If somebody ate solet, ate uh, ground wheat, but it wasn't processed, it wasn't, it wasn't kneaded into dough, it wasn't baked, it wasn't cooked, he ate solet in his pure form. Amr Rabbi Yosei, Rabbi Yumiya asked what bracha should we make on solet and Rabbi Yossi said therefore Rabbi Yumiya never ate solet at all in other words he didn't know what bracha achlona to make and therefore he didn't eat it at all and as a matter of fact Tosfot concludes and and it would be proper to be machmir and not to eat either roasted wheat or wheat that was cooked unless one is eating it within the context of a meal and therefore he has no problem with the bracha achrona because he makes a birchos hamazon at the end of the meal and the birchos hamazon covers the wheat in whatever form he ate during that meal and that's how the Shulchan Aruch Paskins and I quote the Shokhanarch brings the question of Tosos, the suffix of Tosos, and therefore the Shokhanarch writes that it's proper not to eat Chita as a fruit unless one does it within the context of a suuda, and therefore the Berchos Amazon solves our problem. What I would like to do is trace the root of this machlokas between the Ra'avan on the one hand, Tosnos on the other hand, and the Rambam on the third hand, and try to discover exactly what issue they were debating. And our point of departure is going to be a Mishnah on Daf Mem Dalad Amar Aleph 44a that discusses the Mishnah says as follows If one ate grapes or, or figs or pomegranates One has to make a Birchos Hamazon Even though all he ate was fruit But if he ate one of the Zayin Minim One of the, the fruit that Eretz is praised for Based on the pasuk, as chita saora gefen teinav rimon eretz zeit shemen udvash, one makes a birchos hamazon. Chachamim omrim bracha achas mein shalosh. Chacham say you only make one bracha, bracha achas mein shalosh, which is in this particular case ala itzal preayit. Rabbi Akiva omer afilu achal shelek v'humizono. Even if one ate something that was cooked, and that is his mazon, mevarech alav shalosh brachot. Even in that case, do you make a Berchot Samazon? So we have a three-way machoks among the Tanayim. According to Ram Gamliel, Berchot Samazon 
goes on any one of the Zayinim in the seven species, Shenishtabcha Ben Eretz Yisrael. Whether one eats grapes or figs or dates, one should make a Birchas HaMazon. The Pasuk Ba'achalta V'savata Uberachta is going on any one of the Zayinim. According to Rabbi Akiva, the Pasuk is not going on the Zayinim at all. The Pasuk says, V'achalta V'savata, if you eat, and you're, and you're satisfied, then you make a bracha. And therefore, Rabbi Akiva says, this pasuk is not going back on the Zayin meaning, but whatever you eat, and whatever you eat, as long as that fills you up, that is your meal, whether it's bread or whether it's any other item, you make a berachas amazon. That's the shita of Rabbi Akiva. We don't paskin like Rabbi Akiva. We also don't paskin like Rabbi Gamliel. We paskin like the Chachamim, and according to the Chachamim, you make a berachas amazon only when you eat bread. In explaining the shita of the Chachamim, we can make one of two explanations. We can, we can posit that basically the Chachamim agree with Rabbi Akiva. And the Machayev of Birchos Hamazon is Suda. Rabbi Akiva says anything can be a Suda. The definition of Suda is subjective. Whatever you eat, if that's what you wanted and that fills you up, you make a Birchos Hamazon. While according to Chachamim, the definition of Suda is objective. And the only thing which obje- objectively can be defined as a su'uda is bread, or something which is based around bread. Bread is the only objective su'uda. And therefore, although su'uda is machai v'erchas hamazon, according to Rabbi Akiva, any su'uda is machai because the definition is, is subjective, while according to Chachamim, only a meal which revolves around lechem, which revolves around bread, is defined as a su'uda, and only that gets a berchas hamazon. Alternately, we can suggest that Chachamim basically also agree to what Rabbi Gamliel mentioned, that berchas hamazon is made on the Zayin Haminim. After all, the bracha achrona is going on Eretz Yisrael, and therefore it relates to the Zayin Minim. However, not all the Zayinim get a Birchas Hamazon, but only when the Zayinim are used and become a meal. Only a meal that, that, that is based on one of the Zayinim. And therefore, it could be that Rabbi Akiva is right. You can have a meal based on other things as well. However, you have to have a combination of a meal that's based on one of the Zayinim in order to get a Birchas Hamazon, when do we have a meal that's based on the Zayinim? When we take Chita Usa'ora, wheat, or one of the five grains which are all assumed under the category of Chita Sa'ora, which are the grains mentioned in the Torah. Chita Usa'ora are one of the Minim, Shinishtab Chabahen Eretz Yisrael. If you take one of the grains and you make it into something which you can, which make it into, some, make it into a meal, then you make a Be'ach Samazon. So according to this explanation, uh, Chacham agree with Rabbi Gamliel that the Machayev of Birchas Hamazon is Zayin Minim, but not any one of the Zayin Minim. Only the Zayin Minim when it also forms a meal, when it also has a kiyum in Vachalta Vesavatu Uberachta. When that is your meal, Eretz Hashalob Meskenu Tochal Balechem. When you take the Chita Usaora and you make bread out of it, only then can you achieve Vachalta Vesavata, which generates the Chiyav of Uberachta Es Hashem Lokecha. Let's consider Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri. Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri held that rice is also one of the minyei daga. And if you take rice and you make bread out of rice, 
then you make a berch samazel. If you make matzah out of rice, then you yotze yudei chobaso on Pesach. According to Rabbi Yochan ben Nuri, rice is one of the minei dagon. Does Rabbi Yochan ben Nuri think that rice is included under chitu usa'ora? That already is not so simple. That rice is one of the grains, since you could take rice and you can perhaps make process it and make things out of it. So it might be considered one of the grains. So if we assume that the Mechaiva Birchos Amazon is a meal, however, an objective meal made out of bread, one of the grains, then Rabbi Yochman would say that's true with rice as well. However, if we say that the Mechaiva is Zayn Minim, but Zayn Minim when it's made into a Sa'uda, which is only bread, then if you would take rice, that wouldn't generate a Chiv Bracha of Birchos Amazon because rice is not one of the Zayn Minim. In conclusion, we can understand that Chachamim basically agreed to Rabbi Akiva. However, the definition of Su'uda is not a subjective one, but only objective one. And according to that explanation, there would be no problem for Rabbi Yochman to say, well, I have another objective uh, definition of Su'uda, and that's a Su'uda which revolves around rice. The second possibility is that Chachamim also requires Zayin Minim. But not if simply one takes a bite out of a fruit, that wouldn't be su- sufficient in Amazon. If one takes the Zayin Minim and makes that into, transforms that into a Sa'uda, only then is that Mechaib Bracha of Birchas Amazon Shalosh Brachas. Now let's move on from Birchas Amazon to Bracha Achas Me'in Shalosh which includes ala mechia ala kalkala, ala gefen val priya gefen, ala eitz val priya eitz. What is mechayev bracha achas me'in shalosh? The Mishnah on Memdalim Ralev 44a, which brought the sheet of Ram Gamliel, says as follows, Achal anavim uta'enim rimonim mevarach aleim shalosh brachot divrei Ram Gamliel. V'achachamim omrim bracha achat. According to Chachamim, in that case of Achilat Zayin Minim, instead of making Shalosh Brachos, you make a Bracha Achat Me'in Shalosh. You make an Ala Eitz Val Priya Eitz. According to this, we could say that the Machayev of Bracha Achat Me'in Shalosh, Shalosh is Achilat Zayin Minim. Just like according to Ram Gamliel, Achilat Zayin Minim in Machayev Birchos Amazon, according to Chachamim, who argue Achilat Zayin Minim is Machayev Bracha Achat Me'in Shalosh. And therefore, if one ate Chita Usa'ora, made, uh, whether if one made cookies or cake or cereal, bracha achas me'in shalosh. If one ate fruit, the perosh and shtavcha ben Eretz Yisrael, one makes a bracha achas me'in shalosh. If one took those grapes and made wine out of it, one makes a bracha achas me'in shalosh. In other words, the mechaiv of bracha achas me'in shalosh is achilas zayin hamina. That's one possible approach. And according to this explanation, it's obvious why we don't make an alamechia on Orez. Orez, the bracha we've shown it is Borim Neim Zonos, because even if we don't argue, if we don't accept Rabbi Yochman Nuri, nevertheless, even if Orez is not bread, nevertheless, it's something which is a mazon, and therefore the bracha we've shown it is Borim Neim Zonos. So why don't we make a bracha alamechia after eating Orez? The answer is because the mechaev of alamechia, which is a bracha achas shalosh, is not mizonos per se, but rather zayin minin. And rice, according to Chachamim, certainly is not one of the Zayin Minim. However, we can offer another suggestion also for Bracha Achas Me'in Shalosh. Considering the, consider the following Brisa. Rabbi Yehuda Omer Mishmo, 
said, anything which is made of the Shivat Minim but is not one of the five species of grain, or if it's one of the five species of grain but was not made into bread, according to Gamliel, in both these cases, you make a bracha achat main shalosh. I'm sorry, you make shalosh bracha, you make a bracha tamazot. However, according to Chachamim, you make a bracha achat main shalosh. The way the brighter formulates the sheet of Chachamim, you have two distinct categories. One category is Shivas Minim, but not one of the Minei Dagan. All the other fruit. Figs, dates, grapes. The other category is Mindagan, one of the five species of grain that was made into a cake, a cookie, but was not made into bread. In those two cases, one makes a bracha achat main shalosh. In one case, one makes a ala etzval preaits, if one ate of the zayim minim, but not mindagan. And in the other case, one makes an ala mechia bala kalkala, if one ate mindagan, but was, which was not made into bread. This formulation suggests that perhaps there are two separate mechaidim. For instance, we accept, we, we suggest that according to Chachamim, in order to make a Birchas Hamazon, one needs a combination of two different factors. Factor A, Zayn Minim. Factor B, that it be something which is an Achila, which is Achalta Vesavata, an Achila which, which satisfies and fulfills and, and fills one. According to that possibility, what if we would separate and have only one of those two components? If we would have either Zayn Minim, but, but eating which doesn't fill one or eating which fills a person, however it's not one of the Zion meaning. In either one of those two categories, maybe one should make a bracha achas shalosh. When you have both factors, then one makes a full-fledged bracha samazo. But if you have one of those two factors, factor A, Zion meaning, or factor B, vachalta v'savata, which is generated by eating mazonos, then one makes a bracha achas shalosh. If one eats Zayin minim, which does not, which is not necessarily filling, which is not mazonos. What makes an ala eats for al priya eats, or or an ala gefen for al priya gefen? On the other hand, if one eats mazonos, and which is vachalta v'savata uveirachta, then what makes a bracha of ala mechia v'ala kalkala? Within this context, it's interesting to note a tosos sachim daf kuf ala from days one hundred and one d. The Gemara there is discussing what brachot achonot are to unim bracha laachreim bim koman. The bracha achonot has to be made in the same place that one eats. One can't eat and make the bracha achonot in a different place. There's a big machlokus among the Rishonim exactly what is considered dvarim to unim bracha laachreim bim koman. Tosus there says as follows. Lachach nira the yayin v'chol zayiminim lo havu b'chlal dvarim hatunim bracha l'achreim b'mkoman. Ela pat v'chol minei pat sh'mvarchim alav hamotzi o shema kol minei mizonot sh'yesh b'em mehei minim havu b'chlal dvarim hatunim bracha l'achreim b'mkoman. In other words, according to Tosfos, if one makes an ala eitzal priya eitz or an ala gefen v'al priya gefen, that's not a dvarim hatunim bracha l'achreim b'mkoman. That one can make in some other place. If one ate from the Zayin Minim, however, it wasn't an Achila, which is Achalta Vesavato Uvirachta, one doesn't have to return. He can make the Bracha in a different place. It's like Bori Nefashos. However, if one ate bread, which is a Su'uda, which establishes a Su'uda, Achalta Vesavato, or one ate Mizonos, then 
one that that is considered Dvarim Matunim Bracha Achreim Bimkoman. So we have the same bracha. It's a bracha achasme in Gimel. If one ate fruit, then one does not have to return. If one ate cake, then one does have to return. This indicates that there is a distinction, perhaps, between these two different types of bracha achasme in Shalosh. The bracha of Ala Eitzvah Priya Eitz is generated by the Zayin Minim, but it's not generated by Achila Chashuva, which creates a certain focus on the place in which it was ate. On the other hand, Ala Mechav Ala Kalkala is based on Vachalta Vesavata on eating, a significant eating in a certain location, and therefore that's considered, according to Tosos, Dvarim Atu'unim Bracha L'achareyem Bimkoman. The opinion of Tosos fits very, very well with our suggestion that there are two different machayvim of Bracha Achas Me'in Gimel. One machayv is Zayin Minim, and the second machayv is Vachalta V'savata. Similarly, we find a Tosos on 37a in Brachos. Tosos asked the following question. According to Ramah Gamliel, any time you eat the Zayimim, you have to make a Berch Samazam. So if one would eat one of the Zayimim and make a Berch Samazam, we know that there's another halacha that you make a Berch Samazam at times on a coast. When you make a Berch Samazam, you have a coast Shalyayin, and then after Berch Samazam, you make a Bari Pragapan. Whether we're annoyed to do that or not do that, or whether only when we have a zimun or don't have a zimun, I'm not going to get into the, the halachic aspects of that question. It's, 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 it's an issue which goes beyond the context of today's year. However, Tosos was assuming that whenever you make a Birch Samazon, bracha to unakos, you need a kos uh, for the Birch Samazon. So he says, according to Amgamil, one ate bread, one makes a Birch Samazon on a kos. He takes a cup of wine, drinks the wine. Now, again, according to Amgamil, since he drank wine, he has to make again a Birch Samazon. No? So the second time he makes the Berchus Amazon, he'll take another course of wine. And again he'll make a Berchus Amazon. Not only will he end up drunk, but he'll never ever fi- finish. Right? He'll stop making Berchus Amazon drinking wine when he gets totally drunk and can no longer continue. It's absurd. Therefore, Tosos suggests as follows. Ramgamil admits, he concedes, that if only, one only took a, a Malay Lugma, one drank a minimal amount of the Kol Shabracha, Ramgamil admits that one does not need a full-fledged Birch Samazah. The Imlokein, Tosos continues, and this is the interesting part. Does Ramgamil deny Bracha Achat Me'in Shalosh? After all, Ramgamil, when you eat a fruit, you make you make an you, you don't make an ala eight you make a you make a uh, a birchas hamazon so does Ram Gamliel never have a case of bracha achas me in shalosh? However, this question this this question proof of Tosos do you never have a case of bracha achas me in shalosh? Ram Gamliel seems absurd. Ram Gamliel himself said that if you ate pas made out of orez you make a bracha achas me in shalosh. So the Bryce is explicit that Ram Gamliel has a bracha achas me in shalosh. Why does Tolso suggest that if it wouldn't be for this new answer that he came up with, that if one drinks a cup of wine, Shalobak feels, only then does Ram Gamil have a bracha achasme in Shalosh, and without that there would be no case of bracha achasme in Shalosh. The question seems absurd. Ramil is, is explicitly has other cases of bracha achasme in Shalosh. However, based on what we said, the question is not no question. Because Tolso was saying, 
is there any case where Ram Gamliel has a bracha in Shalosh of Allah eight Val Priya eight or Allah Gefen Val Priya Gefen? The type that's based on Vachalta, the, the, not the type that's based on Vachalta Vesavata, but rather the type that's based on Zayin Minin. Achalta Vesavata, he has. Eating pas ores, according to him, it's bracha achas nein shalosh. That's an ala mechavial kalkala. But we're talking about a different bracha achas nein shalosh. We're talking about the bracha achas nein shalosh, which is generated by what? By achila zayinim. Do we have any case of that? We have no rice that indicates that there's any bracha achas nein shalosh when one eats from the zayinim until Tosas came along with his chiddush that if one drinks a mali lugmal of wine without krios, then that generates a bracha achas nein shalosh, even according to Gamliel, and this is not based on Bachalta the Savata, but rather it's based on Zayin Hamir. Now we're ready to return to the Machlokes, Ravan, Tosos, Rambam, regarding the bracha achrona of Kosei Sesachita. If one ate chita in its, in its fruit form, not being processed, it wasn't ground, but either took the chita and ate it raw, or he baked it, or cooked it, or roasted it, then what bracha achrona does one make? We saw that the Ravan says that you make an ala mechav ala kalkala, and that would make perfect sense if we would say that the bracha ala mechav ala kalkala is, the mechaev of the bracha ala mechav ala kalkala is eating mine dagan. He ate one of the mine dagan, and therefore you make an ala mechav ala kalkala, that's what the Ravan says. And he's uninterested in whether the bracha rishona is Borne Mizonos or Bor Piyadama. It's irrelevant. You ate Mine Dagan, the Chiyav bracha of Mine Dagan is Ala Mechavala Kakala. If you eat fruit, it's Ala Etzal Piyayat. If it's Mine Dagan, it's Ala Mechavala Kakala. That would be a way to explain the Shita of, of the Ravan. However, Tosas was not happy with that. Because to, according to Tosos, even though chita is mine dagan, if you're not eating it as mine dagan, but rather in its pure fruit form, then it should not get an ala mechev ala kalkala. Even if I would concede that the bracha ala mechev ala kalkala is a mine dagan, however, in this case, I do not eat min, min dagan. I ate wheat in its pure form as fruit. And therefore, it doesn't make so much sense that one should get the bracha ala mechev ala kalkala. And that's what Tosa says. Lo ashram birchas ala mechav v'alakalkala eleicha de baruch alayu v'reisha kodem achila borim nemizonos. If you ate something that generates the bracha of mazon borim nemizonos, if it was mizonos, then it's something which can generate the bracha of ala mechav v'alakalkala based on the idea, the concept of achalta v'savata uberachta. However, if you ate grain in its pure form, why should it get the bracha of ala mechav v'alakalkala? And therefore, Rabbeinu Tam suggests that maybe we should create a new bracha. Ala Adama Val Priya Adama. You're eating it in its pure in its pure form. So therefore, it's one of the Zayin Minim. It doesn't demand the bracha based on on Vachalta Vesavata. However, it is one of the Zayin Minim. And therefore, we have to create a new bracha form. It doesn't fit in under Ala Isval Priya Eitz. It doesn't fit under Ala Mechia Vala Kalkala, but however, it's one of the Zayin Minim. And therefore, the bracha that it should get is a bracha achas me'in gimel. So we have no choice but to create a new matbeya bracha, al ha'adama va'al pri ha'adama. In other words, according to the Ravan, achilas minei dagan is mechayev the bracha achrona, 
and therefore the appropriate bracha is ala mechev ala kalkala. However, according to Tosos, Rabbeinu Tam, eating chita in its pure sense, in its pure state, is not is not vachalta v'savata, and it's not considered achilas mindagan because you're not eating it as dagan, and therefore the mechayev of the bracha achrona is zayin minim, and therefore he looks for a new form of bracha. The shita that holds that you make neither ala mechav al-kalkala nor ala dama al-priyadama, but rather the bracha should be boring the fashos, basically has to reject both of those different options. It doesn't demand the bracha of mine dagan because of what we said before. You're not eating it as dagan, but rather as fruit. Secondly, it is not even considered one of the zayin minim because chita usa'ore in the pasuk which is part of the Zayimimim, is not Chita Usa'or in its pure form as a fruit, but rather it's Chita Usa'or that is taken and made into bread or into mizonos. That's the Chita Usa'or that's mentioned in the Pasuk. And therefore, even the bracha of, of even the Machayv of Zayimimim does not apply to Chita Usa'or. Even though technically it's one of the Zayimimim, however, since it was not eaten in the way that is intended by the Pasuk of, of Eretz Chita Usa'or, therefore it doesn't demand even the bracha of Zayin Minim and there's no necessity to create a new Matbeya bracha in order to have a bracha achas me'in shalosh. And therefore, since it's neither one of the Zayin Minim, it's not the Chitu Sa'or that's referred to in the Pasuk, nor is it being eaten as Dagan, therefore there's no Chiv of bracha achas me'in shalosh and we'll get the general bracha of Borei Nifashot Rabot. You have been listening to Rav Yair the sixth episode of Hilchot Barachot. Rav Khan will be back next Monday. Nafan Halachai Yomit. We discussed the last Halachai Yomit. Zman Kriyat Shema is for three hours, one quarter of the day to the end of the third hour of the day, where according to most poskim, hours are measured as Sha'od Zmanayot, meaning each hour is one twelfth of, of daytime. The Mishnah says that if you didn't say Kriyat Shema by that, by that time, Lo you don't lose. The Gemara says, what does it mean you don't lose? But you do lose. You, you missed the Zman, you missed the time. So the Gemara says, Lo Hifsid Berachot. Since Kriyat Shema has Berachot, so you can still read Kriyat Shema, Haveza Kikorei Torah. It's not, you're allowed to read the Torah, so it's not worse than reading the Torah. And Lo Hifsid, because you can still say the Berachot. If you can still say the Bachot, till what time can you still say the Bachot? Because Bachot cannot be said voluntarily. Parshan, the Torah, like Kriyat Shema, can be said anytime you want. It's merely Kikorei Bat Torah, like one who is reading or learning Torah. But Bachot, if you're not obligated, then you become a Bachala Batala. You're not allowed to say it. So there's a Machloket Rishonim about this matter. Rabbeinu uh, Menorah claims in the Rambam, it, it does really appear, the Rambam seems to say this, although it's not 100% clear. Rabbeinu Menorah says in the Rambam, the time for Berkot Kriyat Shema is all day. That's the first shita. The, the Rush and the Rashba and many other Rishonim say that the time is four hours, a third of the day. Presumably the logic is that Kriyat Shema has to be said by the end of the third hour, but Shmonesrei, Tefillah, has to be said by the end of the fourth hour. So what these Rishonim are arguing is that Birkot Kriyachma are part of Tefillah. They're part of Davening. They're part of prayer. They're not part, actually, of Kriyachma. Although they, they surround Kriyachma and relate to Kriyachma, but 
they're not a Pashan the Torah. They're not Kriyat Shema. They're not, they're not uh, Ishma. So they become, they have the same Halakha as, as prayer. There is a third Shita, which is the Shita of the Ritva, that says you can say Bekot Kriyat Shema until Chatzot, until noon, half the day. What is the logic behind each Shita? Uh, the Rambam apparently feels that Bekot Kriyat Shema are not Tefillah. Tefillah is something is when you ask God for something. Tefillah basically means Shmon In most places in the Gemara, in Bachot, the word Tefillah appears, refers to Shmon Now the times for Tefillah are more or less connected to the times for Korbanot. You brought a Korban Shacharit, therefore there is a Tefillat Shacharit. There is a Korban Mincha, and therefore there is a Tefillat Mincha. So that's divided into two parts. And for various reasons, which we'll get to when we get up to Davening, the time for uh, Kriyat Shema, uh, excuse me, the time for Tefillat Shacharit which is parallel to the Korban Tamit Shacharit, is one-third of the day, till the, till the fourth hour. But the Ram says, Birkat Kriyat Shema are not part of that. They're not Kenegad. They're not parallel to any Korban. There's simply something which Chazal said you should say every day. And therefore, the time can be all day long. The second Shita that says there's only four hours says the exact opposite, that if it's not Kriyat Shema, then it must be Tefillah. It's an interesting question why it's connected to Tefillah, but if you have to say it in the morning, you have to say it during the day. So it's assigned, connected to Davening, and therefore it's the same Halakha as Davening, since Shemun is till the end of the fourth hour, so because Kriyat Shema is also the end of the fourth hour. The Shita of the Ritva that says it's still Chatzot is based on a similar argument to that of the Rambam. It's not connected to Tefillah, to Shemun However, because Kriyat Shema are because Yotzer, they are about the light. They are about God's uh, control over the celestial bodies, over the sun, over the moon. And uh, if you look at the text, it, it's called, the first Bachai is Yotzer HaMe'orot. And therefore he assumes it has to do with morning. When we wake up, after the night comes the day, it's a Bachai on the fact that the day comes after the night. So it should be said in the first half of the day, when, when, when the sun is still rising, at least in the most extended possible sense, which would be till noon. Afternoon, you're ready, uh, uh, it's not time, it's not appropriate to be reacting. A, a bracha of praise, a bracha of shabbat, a bracha of reaction. You're reacting to the fact that the sun has come back. It's already been here, it's already been here too long. There is a variation on the Shita Levitva, which is quoted in the Achronim. The Mishnabura actually paskins this way. That says you can say it till Chatzot, but for a different reason. Tefillah. Shmon that said till the fourth hour is L'Chatchila, but most Rishonim and Allah Chalamaisa, the Shulchan Paskins, that Bidi'evet, if you miss the time of the fourth hour for davening, you can say it till Chatzot. You can say Shacharit until Chatzot. So since the whole Shita of the Rash and the Rashba was based on the fact that Bekot Kriyachma are the same din as Tefillah, so the Chatchila it should be four, Chatchila should be three, because you should say it at the same time as Kriyachma. But if you were comparing it to Tefillah, the Chatchil should be four, but the Ebed, it could be Chatzot anyhow. So therefore, the Mishabur Paskins, that you can say, Kriyat Shema Bibbechotea, with its Bachot, till noon, Bidi if you miss the time, because again, it has a din of Tefillah, and it's not worse than, it's not worse than Tefillah. This raises an interesting question, since many Mishonim, including the Rashba, Paskin, that you can say, Shemon Esrei, Bidi until Chatzot, why didn't they mention this possibility by Bakot Kriyat Shema? The Mishabur says that Shemon Esrei to Chatzot, but Kriyachma, which is like Tefillah, till the fourth hour. In other words, Kriyachma, you have to say like Tefillah lechatchila. Although Tefillah, you can say B'diyavet till Chatzot. There's no really good answer to this question. It's speculation, but apparently 
that the b'di'evet of tefillah till chatzot is exceptional. Since tefillah is vachami, meaning it's, it's petition, it's very important, it's, it's, it's our requests of God, it's, 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 it's our whole relationship with God, so we do look for ways to allow one to daven, even though he's missed the time. The Gemara uses this expression to explain the din of tashlumin, which we'll talk about in some time. If you miss tefillah completely, so you can say two tefillah, the next one, the Gemara says, why? Avazmana batel korban. No, if it's like a korban, the korban atamid, you miss the time, you're out. There's no way to, to recreate a, a, a korban atamid. It's, it's petition, it's, it's, it's our needs before God, and therefore, and therefore we found a special way to do it. So presumably, this is what the Echorim claim, is Shita the Rashba as well, that Shmonesrei, it should be said by the fourth hour. If you missed it, so it's like a kind of tashlum, and you can say it till, 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 the, till the sixth hour, till twelve o'clock, till noon. Uh, but uh, simply that should be said on the time you missed the time the real time of tefillah really is to the fourth hour and there's no exception made in the cases of although an exception is made in the case of uh, of Shmon Esrei as I said the Mishnah Buah Paschal Zalach that given on the one hand the Ramah holds the whole day and to the Bitfah holds the Chatzot and there's also the argument that we made that despite what I just explained in the Vashba, it should be no worse than, than Tefillah, even according to the Shita of the Vashba, although the Vashba itself doesn't agree. So therefore, B'di'evet shall B'di'evet. If you miss the third hour, when you really should say Kriyachma, B'bi'chotea. Kriyachma should be said with Kriyachma. But that you miss, so the Mishnah says you can still say the Bachot afterwards. And you also miss the fourth hour, which is the Svar of the Vashba, so you can still say it till, uh, till Chatzot, and that's the generally accepted halacha. But again, this is b'di'eved, shel b'di'eved. You're really supposed to get up on time in the morning and daven in the proper, under, the proper, under the proper circumstances. That's it for today. Tomorrow's shiur, Tuesday, will be given by myself. It's the weekly shiur in issues in medieval philosophy. Till then, this is Ezra Bek from KMTT, wishing you kol tov, ki mitzion, Torah, udvar Hashem, mi Yerushalayim.